check, 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 one, two, one, two. You know what time it is. It's that first timer's time. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the First Timers Podcast Show, where we offer insight, tips, and advice for first time and long time home buyers, sellers, investors, and homeowners. I'm your host, Mikey T, personal home consultant, builder, investor, homeowner, and licensed real estate agent. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at First Timers Podcast Show. So today I want to go over how to deal with the rejection of getting outbid on a property. Um, This is starting to sound like a broken record. But the housing market is insanely competitive right now, especially with homes that are good homes. Um, I know I went into it in a previous podcast about um, the spring market and why I think you should start going after the renovation type homes that I think they are your best bang for your buck. But I think uh, something that's not really spoken about and that really hurts everybody in the process um, is when you lose uh, your offer to a competing offer. Um, This is something that almost every agent has dealt with, and I think being that so many agents have dealt with this so often, um, Agents, we as agents, I as an agent, I think we're all guilty of it. We become a lot more numb to the situation. And the people we're representing, they are not numb to that situation. This is all very new to them. And even though they heard about how competitive the market is and how um, how many offers are going in on homes and how you got to put your best and final offer out there early and you you really have to show your cards um you hear about this but until you actually are in a bidding situation you really don't know what it's like to be outbid um it is mentally uh draining to go from looking at homes nonstop to finally finding one or two that you love and now putting that offer in um, when it comes time that that the sellers pick somebody else it's like a kick to the gut um, and and there's so many reasons why a seller may pick a different buyer We'll get into that in a second, but I think um, that you need to go into this process with the mindset of a baseball player. Base, I mean, we're in spring market. This is spring baseball time. There's no better analogy than a baseball player to uh, a potential home buyer. Um, you know, the greatest baseball players strike out seven out of ten times. Um, but they keep getting up to the plate. They keep swinging. They keep going out there. And eventually they're making hits. And that is exactly what you need to do when you're 
out in this marketplace looking to, to buy a home, you really have to go out there with the mentality that, you know what, I really like this house. I, I, I know I could love this house, but I'm going to put an offer on it. I'm going to swing, and I'm actually going to still have a foot and a half in the game still going forward just in case this does not work out. I know, um, and I'm a big believer that you you have to put out in the world what you want. And I think you're putting out in the world is that you want a home. And that's really the main thing. It's not that you want 123 Main Street. It's that you want a home. And I think as long as you have that, that attitude, that gusto behind you, you're going to find a home. It might not be the one, the two, the five, the tenth home that you um, put an offer on, but you just have to, you have to be at it. Um, you have to really be like a baseball player. Baseball players, you, you watch the game and they're 0 for 4 and they're up there and they're still swinging like it's their first time at bat. And so many baseball players strike out a tremendous amount of time and they end up being Hall of Fame baseball players. You have to have that same attitude. You have to have a winning attitude. You have to have the attitude that just because this one didn't work out doesn't mean another one won't. Um, everybody's situation is a little different. And when we talk about how competitive this market is, um, it's especially competitive in the good homes. There is an abundance of cruddy homes out there. And maybe those homes don't have as many multiple offers, but the good homes the good homes do. If you have a house that when you walk in you go, I could see myself living here, that is the home that you are bidding against everyone else. Everyone else is thinking the same way. If you walk in and you go, wow, I love this. I could just see myself raising a family here. And the pictures that looked amazing brought you in that home. Listen, everyone else looking in that neighborhood, looking in that town that is serious about buying has went to go look at that house. So at times you have to just look at your situation, look at what you're bidding against, and create a game plan. Um, now, not all agents will give feedback to the buyer's agent as to why they were not chosen, but there are a few reasons um, that one may go with another buyer over you. Um, first, the obvious reason would be price. Um, a lot of sellers, like anybody, they see the price and they go with the price. So if you're at 200,000 and the next guy's at 225, well, it's pretty obvious that the seller's gonna go with 225. Um, so price is pretty much the first reason. Now let's go a little deeper, not only price, but sometimes um, what's in the deal could also make things change. So you could have similar price, but maybe you have to sell a home and another person doesn't. That, that the, 
you having to sell a home may become a negative compared to someone that has no contingencies. They are not waiting to sell their property. So the, the seller may pick the person without a home sale contingency. Um, that's not to say that you won't get it with a home sale contingency because a lot of times the proceeds from a sale will actually lead to a larger down payment and sometimes that ends up being a deciding factor. Um, I know I'm throwing a lot of things out here, but uh, you know, down payment could be a deciding factor. I am of the belief that at closing day, the seller is getting all their money no matter what. It doesn't matter if I'm putting 0% down or if I'm putting 100% down. It, they are getting their money at closing. But the psychology of it all, I believe a lot of buy, a lot of sellers, especially older sellers that came from the day of saving 10 to 20% down to put on your home, they still believe that that is what should be done. So now they're selling their house and they wonder like, well, why is that person going with three and a half percent or five percent when they should be giving me 10 to 20 percent? And I always explain that the money comes at closing. I think a lot of people like to keep money in their bank. They'd rather have cash flow and I'm all for it. But in this highly competitive marketplace, sometimes that could be the deciding factor. You know, with all things equal, so say the offer price is both $225. You're both agreeing to close in 30 40, or 45 days. So now you're equal, you're equal. They look down the line and they go, okay, buyer A is 5% down. Buyer B is 20% down. Well, unless buyer A might be the seller's buyer also, maybe they're getting both sides of the deal and they, you know, listen, anything could happen. I'm not saying that it does, but I think when you look at the numbers, people will choose buyer B because all things equal, the larger down payment seems like an advantage. Um, the perception of the larger down payment is of a stronger buyer uh, to many agents and also to many sellers. Um, and then sometimes if the home is not in great shape, maybe they won't go with an FHA. Maybe they say they're only going to go with conventional because FHA has a little bit stricter, not a much, but a little stricter of um you know, inspection terms of what they uh, they expect the house to be. Um, some, uh, you know, there's just so many situations out there uh, that could arise. You could have a higher offer, maybe by a little bit, but maybe someone's offering to buy all the contents of the house. Um, there's just so much that could go into the deal. That's why uh, sometimes you'll hear the, the, the phrase highest and best. Um, it's really, it should be best and final. The best offer is your best offer. Always, always be willing to have that number in your head because in this market, they're going to ask for your best offer quickly. There's really no point of constant negotiations because it's just a time waster. 
So know what your best offer for a home is. Know exactly what you're willing to put down, what your timeline is, all that stuff. Have it already in your head because when you offer, especially on a good home that's going to have multiple offers, chances are they're going to come back and say, we need a best and final offer on such and such a date. And you're going to need to come back with that offer and have a good idea um, you know, early on what you're willing to to give and um, and just go with it. It's like getting up to bat. Listen, if you swing and you miss, you swing and you miss, but you know the best you could do. Now, when I say best, I really mean you got to have your best foot forward. Don't give a check swing. Like, ah, I didn't feel like swinging at that ball. No, if you really want the home, you really need to know your limitations to win. Um, it, it's, it's so similar to a sport. Like you have to know what you need to win. Now I know everyone is worried about overpaying and stuff like that. And if your agent, you know, does their job and gives you a range that they feel the home is worth by maybe doing a comp themselves, um, then you really know, listen, a comp, even an appraisal, is a person's opinion. It's not gospel. It's not, I mean, the mathematics go according to statistics, but that does not mean that that is gospel. If you, if a home, just say you found a house and the, the comps are saying the house is worth 250000 and the bids are coming in hot, but this is, I mean, Everything about this home is exactly what you want. It's the neighborhood, it's the house, it's the, the basement, it's the everything. Just everything is, and you could afford whatever you want to afford. If you were to put, say, a $275,000 offer, listen, me personally, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. you are, you're paying for exactly what you want. That is, that's what real estate is. People paying for what they feel the value is. If that value is over asking, who's to say that that asking price was even right? And then there's always, when you come down to the appraisal part, um, if the appraiser, if it under appraises, you can go back and try to negotiate. That doesn't necessarily mean that the sellers have to negotiate, but it is an option. But when you're in this market and you're looking at great homes, I'm not talking about rundown shacks that maybe you're bidding against an investor and you should be able to outbid them and utilize those two or three K loans and create the perfect home for yourself. I could go on and on. I love those renovation loans and I think it's underutilized. But if you're looking at great homes in the neighborhood you want, make sure you have it in your mind what the best foot is. And what, what your best offer is, go forward with it. Swing at that ball. Try to knock it out the park. Be in the game. And, and, and if you do get rejected, just keep moving forward. That's not, then that's not the home for you. That wasn't meant to be for you. I've, I truly feel that homes have a lot of energy. Maybe if it's not meant for you, it's going to pass you by. And that's cool. That's cool. As much as you may have loved it, maybe you just, just keep rolling. Just keep rolling, you know, but don't get discouraged. Don't pull yourself out of the games. You know, sometimes you need a day or two or a week to just like shake it off and everyone get, listen, it's, it's tiring looking at homes 
day after day after day. It's tiring. I understand. But shake it off and get back in it. Stay in the game. If you're not in the game, if you're not active, if you're not watching what's coming on the market, if you're not one of the players, let the other people get tired. Let the other people fall off the grid. Don't be that person. Just stay in the game. And you will. I promise you, you will find the perfect home for you. I don't care if you have no money down, if you have 5% down, if you have 40% down, if you have to sell a home, if you got to sell two homes, if you got to beg and borrow, whatever you got to do, you're going to find it. But you have to be in it to find it. So if, if there's any advice I could give, it's just stay in the game. Take that rejected offer as being one step closer to an accepted offer. That rejected offer is one step closer to an accepted offer. I think I'll use that as my quote for this week. So please, please, please just get in the mindset that you are going to win. You are going to find a home no matter what it takes. Steady grind at it. Keep knocking at it. Let the other people wear out. Let the other people get fatigued. And you will be the one getting accepted. All right? You have a wonderful week. And if you ever, ever, ever need any help, please reach out anytime. You can reach me on Instagram and Facebook at The Home Advisor Pro. You could reach The Real Estate End on Instagram and Facebook at Timpani Real Estate. And if you could give my construction companies at THS Home Advisor a follow and at FTJ Builders Inc. a follow. Big year for us, 20 years, super excited. And uh, it's just it's tremendous uh, uh, you know, milestone for us. So I'd appreciate all the love and support. And, you know, just stay at it. Just stay at it. Just stay at it. You will win. Have an amazing week and God bless.